Why, hello there. How are you doing? Are you doing okay? Hmm? Are you yelling at people? Or are you getting yelled at? Or are you typing away on your computer? Welcome to the Hey, Okay, Ha, Happy Hour. I have my air conditioning on in this car. Is it loud? Let me turn it down a smidge. A smidge in there. I almost feel like I'm being sarcastic when I call this the happy hour, um, given the last few months. Boy. Boy, oh boy. Let's try to keep it light. Lighter today. It's just getting too. Everybody's yelling at each other, and including me. I yell, I yell into a microphone, though. That's what I do. Microphones. I'll try not to yell today. How about that? What's this guy? He's holding the sign. Help for families. No, for food and gas. And sorry, get distracted. Get distracted by the scenery. I'm sitting here in a white Volkswagen. Jetta. Jetta. I wonder what Jetta means in German. Um, limited leg room. I got a little fender bender. That's why I haven't been, been too busy for this. To uh, I was going to do two podcasts a week, I told myself, once summer came around. And here I am, lollygagging again. Uh, back to work. Get fender bended. Uh, dealing with the insurance company, you know how fun that is. Turns out it's totaled. I got rear-ended in Jersey. Driving down Highway 70 in Jersey. And I'm taking a right. About to take a right. Got my blinker on. And I look in the old rear view mirror. And that black Honda behind me is getting bigger and bigger pretty quickly. And then I hear a, a honk. And then I tried to, you know, speed up into the turn, like get the fuck out of the way. I bet she was texting. At any rate, bam! Nailed me. I was starting to get into the turn as she hit me, and then I uh, ran over a stop sign. And the old airbags went off on the driver's side, both the front and the back. I think I'm talking to the insurance adjuster again. Yes, I was going east. Uh-huh. Yes, I was not. I had my blinker on at JK. So, Maddie, old Maddie Mask is going to be getting a check here pretty soon. That fucker's totaled. And uh, I'm not particularly happy about it, though. I like that car. I had a little, I had a little certified pre-owned 2016 Honda Civic. Don't laugh at me. I can hear you laughing. It was a, It was a good car. It was a good, it was a, it lived a full life of travel. So now I'm driving a rental, a white Jetta Volkswagen. Was that the Nazi company? Was Volkswagen making tanks for the Germans, the Nazis? Or was that BMW or both? That'd be a kick-ass tank, a BMW tank. Cut, cuts off the soldiers in traffic. Sorry if this coffee's loud. What are you drinking? I hope you're drinking something. I hope there's some kind of hook, some kind of angle, some kind of gimmick we can we can use for this basic. Basically, this podcast is just me doing a favor to people I know, just to avoid ranting at them, right? 
the, the theory is, I'll get the rants out and record them, put them out in the universe, then I, then I don't have to rant. And, you know, save people some ear beatings. But what do I do? Meet somebody and say the same shit over and over. Making fun of the masks. Making fun of the masks. Getting more into the minority here. Everybody's getting on the mask train. I beat that I beat that horse to death. I beat that horse to death. It's now decaying in the sunlight. There's a vulture with its uh, disgusting head buried in its abdomen. That's how that's how old that horse is. It's been beaten. It's a carcass. Anybody ever eat horse? Do they not look delicious? No, they're probably they're probably not delicious. They're probably lean and stringy. So yep, got rear-ended. So I think what I'm gonna do is do I do I buy a Tesla? Is that what the fuck I do? Can you imagine? Can you imagine if I bought a Tesla and just fucking gave up my apartment, hit the road, lived out of it? Hit up comedy clubs here and there in the states where it's legal to tell jokes inside to more than 20 people. That's one of those ideas that sounds so stupid. Um, but you know, I'm 36. You can't be living out of a vehicle, right? It, Saturday Night Live destroyed that in the early 90s with the Chris Farley, Matt Foley character. You can't be living in a in a van down by a river. You know, although that is, you know, if you're going to live in a van, you might as well have some access to some some river water. Get some fish out of there. Maybe maybe bathe. Now you don't want to bathe in a river. Probably don't want to bathe in a river unless you're way up there in the mountains before it starts getting full of runoff, all that pesticides and hog shit. And probably human shit, too. That's what I think about whenever I drive over the bridge, bridges, the bridges of Philadelphia County. Whenever I drive around these bridges, I just look at the water. I'm like, how, how filthy is that water? There can't be many places in the world with filthier water. Think about all the humans that live around this area, the, in the New Jersey, Philly, Eastern Seaboard area, and all the industry, and all the, the fucking sewage. Yeah, it's got to go somewhere. You know, it's not like out of sight, out of mind. Well, I guess it's out of sight, out of mind. But it's not out of existence. Um, didn't people used to swim in the river, like in cities? Isn't that an old George Carlin bit? That at the time was a comedy bit, but now it's just pointing out reality. His whole, oh God, I'm going to butcher it. You know, bolstering your immune system by swimming in raw sewage in the Hudson River. Never got polio, none of us. Why? Because we were swimming in liquid shit. And yeah, we laugh. We laugh at it as the immune system gets practice fighting off. T- turns out uh, these immune, what do you call them? Immunobiologists? Immunology? That's what they say. You got to get exposed to the elements. You got to get out there and get your, your, your hands dirty. Got to get out there and dig in the dirt when you're a kid. Otherwise, you'll become allergic to peanuts or some shit. 
that's what's going to kill us now. We're all so, we're all germophobic now. we got to scrub everything down. Even when the new data car, the new science comes out, it's like, yeah, by the way, you can't spread it on surfaces. It's like, ah, well, we're just going to ignore that, continue to spray shit with antibacterial probable poison. I don't know. It's poisonous to bacteria. Can't be good for us. Did you just call humans bacteria? Um, that's what we're doing. We're just sterilizing everything. You know, started with language, comedy. Now we're just going to, no more germs. And then what's going to happen? More of these fucking kids are going to have a list, a laundry list of shit they can't eat or they'll die because they, because they lived in a bubble. A bubble. Um, everything's so clean. Everything's so clean. I don't even wash my hands after I piss. And frankly, I don't understand you morons who wash your hands after you pee. What are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? Like, if you piss on your hands, sure, I guess. Wash your hands. But how the hell are you going to piss on your hands? Unless you're, like, really drunk or you got Parkinson's. How do you piss on your hands? And it's like, well, I touched my penis. I got a, my hands are dirty. How's your dick? I mean, I, I get it if you just got done raw dogging a, you know, a lady or a man, if that's what you do, or any kind of gender. Um, sure, wash your hands, but you should probably wash your, you probably should have washed your dick first. You know, call me, call me OCD, but if I, if I'm raw dog at someone, I think I'm going to wash your old dick there with some uh, some germ-killing substance. Right? So your dicks shouldn't be dirty. I don't know why you're washing your hands after you touch your penis. There's some, like, old British puritanical, like, hangover. that we, we, we How is it any dirtier than your earlobe? Have I talked about this before? Probably. I mean, I have, but did I rec- did I do a pod? Did I talk about this on the podcast before? I'm sorry. Or does it just seem so obvious that, of course, it's been said. Yeah, a guy's dick's probably the cleanest part of his body. It gets the most attention, wouldn't you think? Um, imagine how clean your earlobe would be if you had to jerk it off. Sorry put a too fine a point on it so no i don't wash my hands after i pee is that okay you still gonna shake my hand oh he touched his penis <laughs> i get it i get it got an std got a dirty dick falling off syphiloid if you're a syphiloid sure wash your hands but like wash your you should you know what you should do you should wash your you should wash your dick if this is like the shittiest comedy bit ever, I, I promise you, I'm, I'm just thinking out loud here. You should wash your dick after you pee. Logically, that's what you should do. Because your hands are dirtier than your dick. Right? Everything you touch, twist your hands. Imagine how dirty your dick would be if every doorknob... You know, every door you had to open, you had to put your dick on the doorknob. Every every time you wanted to pay for cash, you had to rub your dick on a fucking filthy dollar bill. Imagine all the dirty things you touch with your hands day to day. And what do you do after your penis, who's minding his own business, just tucked away up in his underwear all day long, 
not touching anybody. He comes into contact with some whore of an organ. Your hand is, is a hand an organ. It gets in contact with a, a body part, a whore of a body part. Your hand out there touching everything, spreading diseases. And, and who gets the blame? Who do we have to go rinse off? The hand. Because the, the, the hand came in contact with the filthy penis. It's a puritanical, weird bullshit. If you wash your hands after you're peeing and you're a man, you're a fucking weirdo. Hot take. Oh, he's coming after hand washers next. How dirty is this guy? What the? What must this depraved, germ-ridden fool look like? He's talking about giving up condoms for Lent. He doesn't wear a mask. He doesn't even wash his hands after he urinates. How is he still alive? My immune system is healthy as a horse. Boy, what's, what's with the horse metaphors today? Beating a horse to death? Healthy as a horse? Uh... Hungry, like so hungry I could eat a horse. Uh, hung like a horse. Horses are hung like him. He is the most interesting man in the world. Horses. We love horse. We love cats and horses for our metaphors. Are you still with me? I'm not even listening to myself now. At this point, I am just. I'm just like you. I'm just like I'm just I'm becoming an ostrich, looking for that soft dirt. Where's that soft dirt in which I can lay my head? Let me put my head into this dirt. If I can't see the threat, the threat can't see me. Out of sight, out of mind. Is that going to be the title of this episode? I always struggle. I got to find. You know, and I, I have, what do you call it, feedback, suggestions from somebody, but you got to find a title for the episode. I think that will be it. Out of sight, out of mind. Who gives a shit? Nobody clicks on a podcast based on the title. Actually, that's probably not true. The marketers out there will tell you, it's everything. You got to have a catchy title. Let's try to get some good content first, huh? Let's one step at a time. We can worry about marketing this later. How many minutes have I been uh, have I been raving here? Uh, time. What is the time? Fifteen minutes. Yeah. When 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 there's nothing to uh, when you're avoiding the news successfully this time, not a lot to talk about. Let's 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 look at as I say that. Let's look at the news, shall we? Oh no. By the way, what's up with this this Chaz thing in uh, Seattle? The, uh, the 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 block area that's a no police zone. A lot of people, everybody has a very strong opinion about Chaz. Um, nobody's like in the middle. Like, let's just see how it goes. People are like, we gotta do, fuck the police. We need to defund them. They are the oppressors. And um, the other side's like, you're crazy. It's going to be anarchy. You're already, sh- there's already shootings going on. What's the first thing you hypocrites do? 
you set up a border and you have guys with guns to enforce rules. That sounds like a government to me. Blah, blah, blah. But I think I'm in the middle. I don't know what to think. Is that okay with you? Is it okay with you if I am not so sure one way or the other? Um, because, for lack of a better word, I hate to use political uh, labels. I'm not even talking about Democrat, Republican. That shit's like juvenile shit. I mean even like conservative, liberal, libertarian. I don't like any of those labels. But I am, for lack of a better word, libertarian-ish. Okay? Um, and as such, one of the things about libertarian-ish people is the idea of experimentation with government. That you want a decentralized federal government. You want a decent, or maybe no federal government at all. You want the government to be as local as possible and as small as possible so it is more responsive to the citizenry and also because it's um, subject to competitive forces. For example, if you have a real shitty municipality that's uh, super corrupt, overtaxes people, whatever, it's not so hard to move on over to the next municipality and therefore there's an incentive for localized governments to be on their up and up. Right, or as opposed to having like a, a Soviet-style, you know, mass continental empire that has you in clampdown and there's no escaping. Uh, so the whole, you know, motivation or not motivation, but benefit of having things decentralized is what I just said. So, with that in mind, I say let Chaz play out. Let let them do their thing. Let them fail if it is indeed uh, destined for failure. Let them fail. Or let them succeed. Now, do I agree with the people running Chaz? I'm not so sure. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Chaz, C-H-A-Z. I forgot what the fuck it's called. Cop, hostile, anti-zone, whatever. It's an acronym. Chaz. And let them, let, let them try. What's that old quote? A... A libertarian federal government will tolerate a communist local government, but a communist federal government would never tolerate a libertarian local government. Again, I hate using those labels, but you get the idea. So let them let these goofy bastards try their little society thing. Now, as long as they're not, uh, what do you call it? I don't know, I should probably not talk shit about this until I know more details. But if they're like taking, if they're holding city private property ransom, that might be another issue. If they're small businesses that are like unable to do their thing because they're in Chaz and they're like looting stuff, or not looting stuff, but uh, um, yeah, maybe looting stuff too. But prohibiting these businesses from doing their thing? I don't know. See, that's the thing. There's no. But something's got to change. Or maybe not. Maybe we'll just keep doing the same shit. Same shit over and over. But what is kind of scary, the police are basically extorting the population. Like in Atlanta, it, as part of that, uh, they're, like, they're like protesting the protest. And so police are not, allegedly, from what I've read, from what I've heard, they're not 
answering calls as quickly. They're not responding. They're basically withdrawing their service, saying, fuck you. They're basically saying, fuck me? Fuck you. And what's scary is the idea of, like up in Canada, that, that shooting. There's people saying that, that uh, fuck, let me look this up before I look like an idiot. It was in Nova Scotia. You know, it's sad. If you gave me a map of Canada, I'm pretty sure I couldn't get all the providences right. It's right there. It's it's like right above us, and there's like what are there seven provinces? I couldn't I couldn't I, I'm I'm an igno- I'm an ignorant American. Uh, with the shooter, so there are people theorizing that so Nova, Nova Scotia in April, if you recall, this guy went on a rampage and killed 22 people, and the police response was very slow, and now it comes out this dude. Dude, this dude withdrew $475,000 in a um, kind of, in a method. It matches the method, they say, that the police department uses to send money to confidential informants. So put on your conspiracy cap. Uh, The idea is that this guy was doing the government, the Canadian government's bidding. Doesn't sound believable, though, really, does it? Who's going to believe that? It's Canada. They're so polite. You might ask yourself, well, why? Why would Canadian authorities pay a criminal, a known criminal, overlook his violent past, fund him, and direct him to murder his own citizens? Why? Well, it's about chaos. If you're interested in chaos and malevolence, maybe you say, well, what's the easiest way to, to inflict pain and suffering? It's through fear of murder. Uh, That was an attempt at Jordan Peterson. If you don't know the reference, it just probably sounds... I probably sound like a silly goose. You're a silly goose, Matt, with your silly Canadian accents. But that's where we're at now. Where... It, I, I've been saying this for a while, but it seems like they're like trying to push us towards like a civil war. It's like, it's like, but nobody wants to say the obvious. Because right now everybody's like, we we have a political solution to the problems confronting humanity, and the other side's like, no, 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 your pol- your political ideas suck. We have the political solution. It's like nobody's willing to say. Uh, not a political solution to any of these problems. There is no law you're going to pass, no policy that gets you out of a virus. There's no fucking reform. we got to give the cops more money and training and then this. The, it, there's not a political solution to this shit. And that nobody wants to believe that because it means solving it is way more difficult than it would appear. Like, to solve the problem of racism, police brutality, of virus, fake or otherwise, you, you, you can't rely on quote-unquote leadership. Everybody has to lead themselves and improve themselves. And that sounds pretty trite, doesn't it? But it's actually not. It's actually the opposite of trite. It's super tough. It's hard. 
I, wouldn't it be cool if it was just a matter of voting the right douchebag into power to solve these problems or coming up with the right law? Now, there's certain things we can do to help, but they mostly have to do with getting rid of laws more so than creating new ones. And I don't know. It's pretty suspicious if anybody who's jumping in with a political solution politicizing every fuck these masks have been politicized how fucked up is that what is the solution I don't know it's probably not giving more power to the government probably not probably not the solution and let's defund the police let's give it a shot I mean, let's not defend the police in en masse, in mass, in mass, in masse, in mass. But if Minneapolis wants to defund the police, let's see how it goes. <laughs> let's see how it goes. We need to think outside the box here. What's funny is, before this defund the police shit came up, Second Amendment advocates, myself included, were always quick to point out that police can't stop crime. You know, police aren't going to stop a home invasion. Once the home invasion is happening, they're not going to put up their feet on the coffee table and chill for 25 minutes for the cops to arrive. You know, a home invasion, those motherfuckers are in and out real quick. And if it turns violent towards you, that shit's going to happen right away. Within the first 30 seconds, they're not going to wait. They're not going to wait around if they are violent, to, to do that to you. So the police show up later. They don't, they don't drop down. I think, you know what it is? Everybody, we, there's too much movies. Not too much, too many. There are too, everybody's so, in video games. Everybody thinks uh, reality is a video game or a movie. And so, I don't know. It's like they think, like Marvel, a, a Marvel superhero is going to come down and, and save them from a home invasion. So my point is, uh, before this defund the police shit, Second Amendment advocates were always quick to point this out. Like a rape. You, you can't get to stop a rape by calling the police. You gotta be armed. At least have some fucking mace or a taser on you. Uh, you're not gonna call the police. They're, they're not gonna show up in 10 seconds. And so defunding the police shouldn't lead to more crime if you also believe that police couldn't stop crime in the first place. And you might say, well... Now that criminals know there's no police, they're going to not have any uh, disincentive to commit crime. Well, we're not talking about detective work. You could fund detective work and uh, prosecute, and, and you could have a you could have fewer working police giving out bullshit tickets and terrorizing communities. You could have fewer of them, and actually more detective work and higher prosecution rates of violent crime, you could actually create a, a, a bigger disincentive for criminals to commit acts. But the idea that you can have armed security guards stopping crime in the first place is nuts. So I don't think defunding the police is as crazy as it sounds. And, or it might be, but what I'm saying is let's see how crazy it is. That's my ride in the fence. This has been fence surfing. With M.P. Snyder's. Can you... Is it riding the fence? What is it? You're sitting on the fence? 
on the fence? Are you just on the fence? Not specified how you're on it. This has been On the Fence with M.P. Snyders, giving you the hottest takes right in the middle, trying to please both sides, but actually pissing both sides off. Tune in next week for abortion. Ta-ta. Maybe we'll make that a segment. On the fence. Because usually I am not on the fucking fence. Usually I'm so far off the fence, I can't even see the fucking thing. I'm on one side or the other. But that's just how crazy shit is right now. I feel like it's getting hack pointing out how crazy. Hey, guys. Is it just me, or is it getting kind of nuts out there? Woo! How many comedy bits, how many comedy sets are going to start off with that in the next six weeks as comedy finally gets back, God willing, government willing? Boy, oh boy, I hope the government gives us permission to do comedy again. Boy, that'd be super nice. Maybe if we all wear masks and do as we're told, we can have live entertainment again. Please, oh please, government. Can we please have our whites back? What has become of the counterculture? Or whatever you want to call it. The new left? What happened to the rabble-rousing left? Fuck you, establishment man. You can't tell me what to do. Now everybody's virtue signaling by showing off how fucking obedient they are. Oh, you think you're obedient? I'm, I'm more obedient. I wear two masks. No, oh, well, you wear two. Fuck you, I wear three masks. I wear three masks, three over my mouth, and one over each eye. That would be five masks. Um, I don't know. That's what happens. I'm not old yet, but I'm fucking close, and I can feel what's happening. I bet everybody thinks they're unique, but you get to your 30s, and you start looking 40 in the eye, and you start thinking that how you were in your teens and 20s was baseline normal, when of course it wasn't. Because everybody old then was saying how fucked up things were then. And so you just think everything's going cuckoo. Ding! Sorry for that. Um, well, that ding might be a good ding to, to, to uh, a good little cue there. Cut this one short. Guys, uh, why don't you do me a favor? Why don't you hit the old subscribe button? Maybe share it with somebody if you want. So listen to this idiot. He he agrees with you. Or he really disagrees with you. Let's make fun of him. Why don't you do that? And give me a rating. That'd be cool. Or do whatever the fuck you want. But I will I see you next week. Talk to you next week. And take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Bub. Bye. Bye-bye.